Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, a podcast confronting current events, politics, comedy, and calamity, all from the perspective of a trans titaness. She's a verbal black belt, skilled in the art of roasting, the hellmouth, doomsayer, CEO of the Amazon position. Here's your host, Cameron Ellen Terrell. Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience. I'm your host, Cameron Eileen Maharet Jarrell. Say that shit with your whole chest or I'll topple your monarchy. This is Tranos and the Lived Experience, the show that is the mother of dead children, the partner of a dead wife, and will have its vengeance in this day or the next. <laughs> Today's episode, I've been waiting for because I had to let somebody get cold in the ground before I said anything. Before we get into that, this show is brought to you by the meeting of music and marijuana. Today's strain is Sugar Plum Sunset. I'm not gonna get into a lot about it. It's heavy, it's purple, it stanks up my house, and I am currently high as fuck on it right now. And the song of choice is Anything by Queen. Anything by Queen. No, don't pick, don't pick anything cliche. Let's pick something. All right, I'll pick something. Who Wants to Live Forever by Queen. All right, so let's jump into it. So it has been about two weeks to the day since Elizabeth II died. And there's been a lot of discourse. And I don't really get why. I guess the reason why I don't get why is because it's another instance where people are showing that they don't understand the plight of the colonized. There's a lot of people on TikTok and and, and, and Instagram and uh, all your other social media outlets that are tweeting how disgusted they are with the lack of empathy for this dead monarch colonist. I'm sure she had a family. and We know she had a family. We know she had kids. We know she has grandkids. And I'm sure they are feeling the breath of her loss. But no one else is required to. I'm not required to cry tears over a person that I know sat idly by and watched people suffer, a person that I know stole from the motherlands themselves, a person I know like colonized spaces. And then when she was done with them, like totally up, like interrupted their civilizations, their economies, their way of living, their languages, all of that stuff was disrupted. So as as much as people would like to separate her from colonialism, she had a hand in it. And the craziest part is with all this disdain for colonized brown people being like, hey, the queen passed away. There's no more like strange land like ruling from this queen from uh, miles and miles and miles away or for some right in the in the country that they lived and weren't seen as equals since she's been in office some twitter users who have discussed this monarchy's racist past and its ties to colonialism found themselves this week locked out of their accounts or being investigated because they were most likely being reported by and I'm gonna say it to you, I'm gonna say it to your face, by white people uh who took this instance, even when they could be mourning for their queen, they took this instance to aim this mourning and turn it into uh white people's number one export 
racism. We're not allowed to have opinions based in facts that they can research on their own, but they want us to do the work for them. That's why you're seeing a lot of these articles popping up that have to explain her ties to colonialism and how she never spoke up about it, how she never apologized about it, how she never made it right. They just kind of backed out of places and like in doing so, they like literally destroyed hundreds of civilizations just being like, oh, yeah, we're just going to like... we're going to destabilize everything. We're just like, here's, you can have your country back now that we've boarded of all its resources and no longer need it. Um, the list of places colonized specifically by Queen Elizabeth or controlled colonies, controlled by Elizabeth is two pages long. And I would read it for you, but I don't owe you a fucking education. We're in the information age and you have access to computers just as much as I do. Just trying your searches to not like use your bias in the search bar and you'll find what you need. Just be like, be brave enough to witness history and not like spice it up. Cause I don't know when y'all started adding spice to history. Cause y'all won't put spice on your food, but y'all want to put spice on history. So this time we're going to just take history the way y'all normally cook things. Plain, plain. Queen Elizabeth reign started in 1952. That was 70 years ago, three years before Queen Elizabeth's reign. Her father genocided a whole people, a whole clan of people, a whole tribe of people. They put them in concentration camps. Uh, They put them through uh, gas chambers and uh, fires and bombings and uh, shootings and just the cruelest forms of like extermination. So to say that she's far removed from colonialism is not only a fallacy, it's a disrespect to the ancestors. And that's the problem here. You have no respect for the ancestors of colonized people, but you want us to have reverence for yours. I'm going to say it with my whole chest. The colonized are not required to mourn the death of the colonizer. We are not required to shed a tear on the passing of a tyrant. No, none of us are. The bootlicking that's going on in the internet right now is the oldest bootlicking I've ever seen. It's, it's uh, the oldest form of bootlicking I've ever seen. When we talk about bootlicking, uh, like, what do I mean? Tucker Carlson's goofy ass, uh, Tucker Carlson run my fade. That's an episode but it's also like just my way of life. Like Tucker, run my fade. Tucker Carlson, this America first motherfucker who is a QAnon fucking dude and fucking has said some terrible shit about just about everyone else, including the queen, like him being like, oh, other countries, foreign leaders, blah, blah, blah. He, he didn't, he wasn't a follower of her. But because black people and brown people and Latino people and other foreign uh, people of color are stating that like she was terrible to us and that this reverence that everyone else feels we don't feel now Tucker Carlson is a queen apologist. You know, the guy who's like, we don't have a monarch. We don't have a king. We have a president. We're the greatest democracy in the world. Remember him saying all that shit? He's out here bootlicking for the queen. We got these goofy ass, like fucking like, like patriots who are out here boohooing for a queen. You mean, you mean the queen from the country we beat to be here, the revolution? You, you mean like we, a freed colony, 
of Britain. We freed ourselves from colonialism from Britain to start this motherfucker. And everybody's out here, oh, boo-hoo, the queen passed it. Oh, my God, what are we going to do without her? A lot of us are going to breathe a lot easier. A lot of us are in a, a little bit of fear because is Charles III going to be any different? A lot of us are sitting here and wondering how y'all don't see the idiocracy and the, the mental fucking gymnastics ahead of you to make you pressing the colonized to reverence impossible. It's impossible for you to do something like that and not be a complete fucking hypocrite. To live in America where we don't have a queen and mourn the queen of the country that we annexed ourselves from. So, I mean, like, I want to I want to take some time and let that like really like set in with you is that, OK, like Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos is out here attacking black women and the Internet because they're voicing their opinions of how this passing makes them feel which is of their right to do. And black people are being silenced again by rich white people, especially rich white Americans who feel like they lost the queen when Elizabeth died. Like we don't have a queen here. Is it okay for us to feel for other people who might be going through some shit when a passing happens? Yeah, it's okay for us to feel that way. We might, some of us might feel that way now for some people in, in London and Britain. I don't, I don't feel an ounce of reverence. I don't look, it's another day for me because my ancestors and my lineage, I know about the colonization that we faced from Elizabeth. I know about how she went on a smear campaign against her grandson's daughter for like two and a half years. I know how she wouldn't allow black officers in the Royal palace until the late fucking sixties. I know about the fact that she stole the crown jewels from every other fucking country. The diamond in her scepter is from South Africa. The jewel in the middle of her crown is from Egypt. The cape that she wears in the pictures with the crown jewels, it was stolen from like Sudan. She stole an another bunch of jewels from Aus uh, Australia, Tonga, the Bahamas. She's taken things from Jamaica, people from Jamaica. And every time she was done with the place, then they got their freedom. So everybody, she was, she, she released so many colonies. She released colonies after destabilizing them. Tell me what she does. Cause they said that they, some of the monarch's power was taken away over time in her reign, that it became more of a like democratic monarchy or whatever, however that works. But she had the power and the influence to stop a lot of issues that she just chose not to. Privilege wouldn't allow her to. So while you're sitting around here and you don't want to know history and you don't want to look it up, you don't get to tell us to forget it. The Elizabethan era, the Elizabethan crown, that family has been a problem for minorities forever, since forever. <laughs> so if you out here kowtowing to that shit, I mean, that's your thing, I guess. But I'm not going to subscribe to it. I'm I'm not gonna allow that into my sphere. And I, I thought like I had like a lot more fire for you, but I'm just kind of tired. Like I think people are getting tired of having to explain themselves to y'all when it comes to these kind of things where it's just references that you can go look up in history. You don't even have to have a discourse or a conversation with us. You can simply go educate yourself. But instead of doing that, you come here with your ignorance, your willful ignorance, 
You come here with your willful ignorance and you demand an education that you could have sought out on your own, but you didn't because privilege allows you to walk around here ignoring the plight of others, ignoring the culture of others, ignoring the history of others, ignoring things that are held sacred by us. And it's because of the legacy of Queen Elizabeth that you are allowed to do those kind of things. Make no mistake about it. She comes from the line of people who enslaved people. Her bloodline can be traced all the way back to the early slave trades. Did she partake in those trades? No. Did she benefit from them? Yes. Did she take up the mantle? And did she help like innovate covert racism? Yes, she did. It's 2022. She's been alive for 70 years and she's been reigning for 70 years. For 70 years. And you mean to tell me that no other person in that family had a black partner or a partner that wasn't up to snuff when it came to her standard of class. Shout out to Diana. I hope she dog walking you wherever you went. I hope she gets a chance to dog walk you and then they send you to where you're going. There's been plenty of time for her to make a statement, to hold a conference. But while she's visiting countries and disrespecting cultures, making Congolese people follow her around with leaf umbrellas, going to like Masonic temples, mothering a church. She could have said racism is bad and colonialism has destabilized and hurt lots of cultures. So we want to help and no longer benefit from it. She never said that. When they left a country, it was because it had nothing left. See Barbados. And in each place they touched, they planted a seed of hatred. Australia was taught racism by England. England then taught parts of South Africa about racism. India helped create a caste system in several countries, took away culture, took away spirituality, sometimes broke the lines of lineage in families that she'd never even met, destabilized whole spaces. And y'all like, why y'all mad? Why aren't you? I'm 42 years old. And my whole life, the queen has been in power in London. She has never been in power here in America. So for me to watch Americans go out of their way to use this woman's death to be racist, to be uh, selective, to be homophobic, to be transphobic, because she kind of stood by and allowed all those things to happen too, right? London, England, Britain, is one of the most dangerous places to be a trans person. It's also one of the most dangerous places to be black, legislatively. She had a hand and she could have said something. She could have spoke up at any time. I got coons uh, in, my, in my circle talking about, oh, she held this thing for us for 9-11. So does that erase colonialism? Does that erase her racist nature? Because she continued to be racist while all of that was happening. Photo opportunities while stealing from a place is not, um, it's not goodwill. It's not goodwill ambassadors. It's not like, it's not a, a, a thing that an ambassador would do. It's not a person who has a goodwill towards all. You guys are phony as shit. And you kowtow to a queen while screaming, don't tread on me. You're fucking goofy caricatures. You're a big red pair of fucking clown shoes. Uh, to the friends in my friends list, I haven't 
erased you or deleted you because I want you to see how I'm responding to your shit. And I have been responding to your shit. I am one of those individuals who was blocked from the Internet for stating the obvious that we, we do not have to kneel or find reverence to the crown that started this all. That crown is tied to everything that has destroyed my culture and lineage that has displaced us from who we were and the knowledge of self and our knowledge of, of the world and our knowledge of nature. All of that was bastardized by that crown and she held it. So she's not responsible for all of it, but she didn't stop none of it. You're a goofy clown. I'm speaking to one person specifically. You like, you got a lot of reverence for police officers and firemen and EMTs, and you can't even be a fucking security guard. But you out here with this don't tread on me mentality and being super pro-America while also bowing to the Queen of England? You're a fucking goofy. Goofy. It's about 19 minutes in. I need to get a little bit of uh, medical inspiration because, like, this is tiring. It's boring. We are not pleased. So if you hear me, and you hear click, click, or bubbles. I'm an adult, and I smoke weed like you drink beer. Give us a second. All right, so we back. It's a mouthful. It's a lot to just kind of constantly have to be checking out because this is some shit that we've already talked about. It's just on a world scale now. A lot of the times people don't like really listen to what's being said by minorities. And that's, I mean, that's part of the problem too. How about seeing us as whole people affected by things that were done by this monarchy, colonialism, bred racism? Like taking time to heal ourselves. This is a morning for us, and it's a morning to our ancestry. It's a morning to what could have been. Like we know that these places thrived in their own ways without the presence of a queen. We know that they suffered afterwards for very long periods of time. And for you to be like, oh, you don't get a right to say this. Black people are disrespectful. I heard someone say on the Internet, uh, I read someone say on the Internet, if you can't mourn the death of the queen with respect, you don't deserve reparations. Did you hear yourself? I tried to find the, the poster of that comment. And of course, after they realized how fucking racist it was, they took it down. But I remember you. I, I saw what you did and there will like, there's go, like a lot of people are going to question you about how you spoke because now we see you for who you are. Every once in a while, like, there's a crack in your visage of bullshit and we get to really see you for who you are. Like just a petulant racist who latches onto anything that makes their shitty feelings and mental illness right against everyone else. Because make no mistake about it to be publicly and you know, covertly racist is literally like disabling. Like you have to shut off parts of yourself and it's like purposefully like disabling. Like you just turn parts of yourself off 
for this one piece of your existence so that you can hold on to hatred. There's so much experience that you have to give up, so much intellectual like seeking that you have to stop doing to just become this automaton that needs to use every instance to justify their racism and hatred towards groups of people. You had to stop knowing how to read to defend Elizabeth. You had to stop at times listening to things that were enriching because you didn't want to hear about what Elizabeth might have done or not done. You had to narrow your scope to justify your backlash. You had to act surprised that colonized people wouldn't mourn a colonizer. You paraded this woman body through the streets for days. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, there's a large group of people who didn't give a fuck. What are you celebrating? Tell me what you're celebrating. I don't know what you're celebrating because all I know of Queen Elizabeth is tyranny. How long is 1947 and 1952? How old do you think the queen was in 1947? How many times do you think she spoke to her dad about the literal deaths that he was causing? How many times do you think she asked him to stop? Where can you apologize to a people that you completely wiped off the planet? Did she even attempt to? While well, y'all have all this reverence for the crown and y'all doing a whole lot of ass kissing, contradictory ass ass kissing. While well, y'all doing all that, ask yourself those questions. The ilk of the queen carries the blood of the murderers of the First Nation. The blood of that runs through the queen's like veins is tied to the birth of colonialism. She was like the last Gerber baby of like unchecked colonialism. And you guys are trying to separate her from that. Just like some of you motherfuckers just trying to separate R. Kelly from being a sexual predator from his music. It's weird. It's weird. Because it's the same mechanism. It's deny, 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 even though there's like facts and things that you can just go research and people you can talk to. There's questions that you can ask. But to get on the internet and be like, black people don't deserve reparations because they're not being respectful of the person who colonized them. The, the arms of the crown reach back so far in history. Like they reach so vastly around the earth. But for some reason, you don't know about it. That's, that's strange. Which brings me to another topic because I'm, like, I'm done talking about the queen. Um, I don't care. In summation. In summation, she... Like, her reign is over with and Charles is a piece of shit to begin with. So we have things to worry about. And no, I don't live in London, but universally like people of color are my family all around the world. So when things happen to them, I kind of care about it. I know what some white people know. Fuck that. I know white people don't. And which brings me to another thing. I want to talk to you about something completely off topic. I've noticed in my travels, in, in my advocacy. How can I, I think I'm going to have to ask you like a question. I'll tell you what happened first. So I'm currently working on something behind the scenes and I'm interviewing people. So I kind of put my feelers out. Now, I think this happens a lot and I think this is what happened, exactly what happened. Liberals, because it was a liberal white person, it's liberal white people who do this kind of shit sometimes. I think that a lot of times, People try to do these things in good faith and they hype black people up just because it makes them look like a better ally. 
But at the end of the day, I think the base of you, a lot of white liberals only know that you are black or your immediate other um, intersectionalities and they don't know anything else about you. So they do this thing where they matchmake you with other people who are black and trans because they think, oh, they're both black and trans, they'll get along. So they try to matchmake us or put us into these areas or decode us by matching us with someone else because I guess that's their way of being nice. Oh, I helped you find a person or I thought you were really cool. So I told these people about you, but let me ask you this question. What exactly are you telling them about us? Because what I'm getting in feedback is that the only thing you tell other people about me is that I'm black and I'm trans. This has happened several times in my life, but it's been happening a lot recently. I have been mistaken for other black advocates. We don't even look alike. Uh, we are all described the same. Girls gather around and tell me if you've heard this. She's so fierce and strong and outspoken, so quick-witted, sassy, feisty, a warrior, queen. How many times have you heard yourself described that way? Now think about it. Everything that they described about you was based upon prowess, physicality, volume. They never mentioned how you might be hurt or like how how you're super educated or that like you're really like you're really into like this thing or that thing no matter what it is something deeper than just like your physical attributes because that's what they're describing technically is your your physical attributes they're not talking about your heart they're not talking about your drive they're not talking about how much shit you put up with when you have to sit in rooms with them how much you're ignored and they're favored even though we're all fighting for equality supposedly it's another layer to, uh, if you would see uh, the episode of Borrow Depression, I talked about how trans white people are just as racist as cis white people. And there's no dichotomy of it. A lot of people say like, oh, Democrats aren't racist. I can't be a racist. I'm a Democrat. I'm, I'm here to tell you that Democrats are racist too. A lot of Democrats and liberals are racist as fuck. And it's just this subterfuge going on for some reason because they're just in opposition of Republicans. It's not that they care about us, it's that they care about these issues impacting them. So a lot of trans white people are on the on the side of fighting for our equity because it's not a really about our equity as much as it is theirs. Uh, if you don't believe me, see uh, the fight for marriage equality. Y'all did us real dirty. See the last three years. Y'all all got tired and got fatigued. Huh? Y'all all tired. Y'all on vacations. Y'all all need breaks from fighting. Oh, you only been doing this for three years. Most of us have been doing it for our entire lives. You're tired. So I think like, the scenario is a lot of the times you get in these rooms full of like activists and people who are, I'm for this. And you know the type. They'll go and buy a Black Lives Matter flag because somebody across the street has a Trump flag. It's not because it's the right thing to do or that's how they really feel. It's just like, no, I want to stick it to that person across the street. A shout out to a lot of the bitches that I know who do shit like that. We haven't talked in a while because you do shit like that. Your activism isn't completely genuine. And this is why a lot of specifically black trans women in advocacy and, and this kind of work and public speaking have a problem is because we know that your, your allyship is performance based. And you tell us it all the time. And we think we're building relationships with you. And at the same time, you've just broken us down to physical. 
You only really want to talk to us when you need something like, oh, you need to know if you did something racist. Shout out to the white trans man who messaged me last year to ask me if something was racist, like I was some accessory because they disrespected another trans person. Congratulations, you disrespected two black trans people that day, you fucking goof. I'm not here to validate whether you are racist or not to another person. If they told you you were fucking racist, then you probably are. And the fact that you're asking me, you're, you're, you're attempting to tokenize me in your argument with this other person is also racist, you cunt. I thought I was just going to jump in the queen's ass. I had enough of that. We've been talking about it for two weeks. I wanted to ask, like, does any other trans person of color re like, uh, ever feel like that's happening to them? Like you're being boiled down to these things that serve a purpose and that's it. Sometimes I feel like white people, when they're talking to me, aren't even really seeing me as a person like or even uh, attempting to to look at me because they've 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 surmised tall, black, deep voice. Here's the, the, the attributes. Loud, fierce, strong, black. Not that I'm an avid reader or a nerd or a marijuana connoisseur. Not the fact that like, I love like textiles and, and textures that I'm, uh, I have uh, food aversions or that like, I love, I love like old, like fucking British movies and shit like that because they're fucking funny and fucking kind of racist. They don't know any of that stuff about me. They just surmise these four things about me and they're like, okay, in situations, oh, do you know this other trans person? I think you two would be amazing together. Now, see, this is where it happened. Here's where we are. So this person went out and I, I told you I was reaching out to look for other people to interview and talk about and talk to because I have something coming down the pipe. Uh, we have something coming down the pipe. And this person reached out to just a random black person uh, that they first said that they knew, a random black trans woman that they knew and gave them my fucking information. And then this person messaged me and we are so far on the poles of beliefs away from each other that we that should have never happened. This person is a trans medicalist. This person is a born again Christian who believes that marriage equality is only, it should only be for those who are appropriative. So all of a sudden they just out, we can't have children, so we shouldn't get married. And that's not even completely true. Like, what the fuck? Like, um, we can't have conventional families. So we shouldn't be able to get married. This person denied the existence of non-binaries. Is a trans person of color who believes in the binary, but is a trans person of color, also believes that you have to be medically transitioning to be considered trans. And you thought that it would be a great idea for us to speak to each other? Why? I asked enough questions to try to like figure it out. Like, can you tell me why you thought that? Can you tell me what was going through your head? Can you tell me how long you've been this person's friend? Because if you're friends with them and you already knew this, then which one of us are you really ignoring? Which one are you actually uh, subscribed with? Because I'm the total opposite. You don't have to medically transition to be trans. Non-binary people are not only valid, they're actual people. So we shouldn't be debating their existence. Marriage was created for the sake of business. That's it. Being tethered to another person when it comes to the matters of love does not require a license.
Some people want to be able to protect their families, and that's what marriage is for. And every family should be able to safeguard themselves and, and safeguard their futures and safeguard their health care. So just making it hard for people to get married because you don't believe that they're going to have children is ridiculous. <laughs> I think I covered all her shit. But like, why do you think that we were a good mix? The audacity to send this person to me. And then like, when I ask like, hey, do you know this person personally? Yes. Well, did you know this, 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 and this? Oh, I was misled. How were you misled by this person that you know? The only thing that I could concoct from the situation was, oh, a black person of trans existence and another black person of trans existence, they're the same. Let's have them talk to each other. They are not. They are not. We're not a monolith. We're not all the same. Even though, like, think about it. Every facet of white supremacy and, like, covert liberal racism is tied to each other and it's predictable. How do I know that? Because how many times have I had to speak about fucking fake allies on this show? How many times have we had to bring up instances of just like insensitivity by our white counterparts? It's tiring. Speaking about the queen. I don't have a queen. Speaking about Elizabeth. Speaking about Elizabeth and speaking about this instance again. Like, I'm fucking tired, y'all. Aren't y'all tired? I'm not talking to the white people right now. I'm talking to trans people of my ilk. Aren't y'all tired of having to have the same conversations all the time? Having to like break down the minuscule and be like, this is the essence of what you did. And instead of you going to figure it out, now you're requiring me to educate you. And I don't have time for that shit. None of us have time for that shit anymore. It is a very tiring uh, situation to have to be constantly asking, hey, do you understand why we might be upset with you for doing this thing? And then you like lashing out on us and then us going through the rigmarole of explaining the history of what you've done and how it affects people and how it is not only historically based in racism, but also super fucking predictable and not a new instance. You didn't create this form of racism. We didn't just discover what you were doing. It's you're borrowing it from someone else because you watch someone else do it. So it's so ingrained in you that you have to want to learn to see that out of self and not have require us to do more work to cultivate your equity for others. I'm trying to be as respectful as possible because I don't want to start a fight, but I shouldn't even have to be put into that situation. If me and this person are working towards the same goal and we have the same mission statement, we should have never gotten to this space. But you brought a along, you, you brought along like silent biases that I have been aware of the entire time and this time. I feel like you've crossed the line where I have to speak to you and because I'm not comfortable having a conversation with you alone because you'll turn yourself into the victim because that's what happens. I'm going to talk about it on a platform that makes me feel comfortable. So I'm going to talk about it here in the future. If you feel like you're willing to talk to me about it, you know who I'm talking to. You reach out to me and we can have a conversation. But as of right now, this is how I'm dealing with it, and I don't care how it makes you feel. Because well, this is Tranos and the lived experience, and I want to talk about the feelings and lived experience of Black, trans, and queer people. 
this is not some new instance. This is just another instance where we I put faith that a person was safe and that person was not. Subscribing to that kind of shit and then hearing it from another black trans woman. So just like like heart-wrenching, first off. It's heart-wrenching that like, look how much damage was done to my sister. Look at what she's had to subscribe to sur to survive. Just a problematic person all the way around. Just like subscribing to like people like like Blair White and like the trans guy from YouTube. They're problematic, like white supremacist trans people. Like medicalists, like you need to be this, you need to be that. They to get clout and to make money. They say like these really terrible fucking things. And like people are subscribing to that because that's what they need to do to feel uh, wanted or comfortable. You have to be the Candace Owens of trans people to get along in this world. And I don't have the room to teach her that that's not the way because it's too, too many times that education has been given and it's not reaching enough people because the ones who are, can give that message are tired because we have to deal with you. We can't reach out to people like that and have real conversations with them because they're already geared up because their real opposition is white liberalism. So they don't want to hear anything from me. So I'm being tokenized by you both. She's using me for clout and an argument. And you used me as a source of friendship, but you don't even know enough about me to protect me from that kind of thing. Hmm. So I just wanted to touch on that this week. I really wish I'd had an answer to why that thing, why that happens. I think even in their uh, liberal progressive notions, they still carry around these trinkets of colonialism uh, and they dehumanize us and we become accessories. This has been Tranos and the Lived Experience. My name is Kamrayeen Eline Maharet Jarrell, a.k.a. Tranos. Say it with your whole chest or I'll air out our dirty grievances on the air. This is Trenos in the lived experience, the show that don't give a fuck about white feelings of colonialism anymore. It's not reverence. Fuck the crown.